Hi, I'm Ewan Blakey, Senior Pastor of Oasis Church. I hope this message gives you hope and helps you take your next step on your Christian journey. We'd love to invite you to come and see us in person at 10 a.m. on Sundays or join us live every Sunday on YouTube. For more info, visit our website, oasischurchperth.com. Good morning, church. How are you? <laughs> I was away last week. Uh, and I uh, wasn't feeling well, I was at home, so, um, you know, just when you're away even one week, you know, you feel like you've been away forever. I, I felt like I had to, you know, fill in a connect card this morning, I just felt, you know, I needed to get, get reconnected, but um, yeah, my name is Matt, for those who I haven't met, um, and I'm part of the team here, this is a great church, I love Oasis Church, love what God's doing here. And I'm excited for this uh, next weekend as well. It's going to be awesome. Excited for the um, Good Friday um, session that we're going to have here. The uh, and it's it's going to be it's going to be good. And also Sunday uh, with baptisms. I am excited. Anybody else excited here? Yeah, awesome. Are you excited? There's a long weekend as well coming up. You know, get to get to spend some time eating chocolate and the rest. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, I am uh, continuing the series this morning on uh, things Jesus never said, and this morning I'm, my, my topic is Jesus never said we get what we deserve, and um, you know, there's, there's times when we, we love when people get what they deserve, right? I think it's just in our nature. Uh, you know, as a parent, you know, you're always telling your kids, don't do this, don't do that, and don't forget to do this. And then when they, they always do that, though. They always do what we, don't, we say not to do, or we, they, they always forget what we tell them not to forget. And, 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 then, and then we always get to tell them, you deserved it, you know. You actually deserved it. Is that just me, or is, is there any other parents that are like that? Come on. Um... You know, my, my wife was saying, you know, um, you know, often, always in winter, you know, when they when they're going to school, the kids are going to school, they they forget their jumpers, and 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 when they're at school, when we're at school, they're like, can we go back home? No, we're not going to get back home. You get out there in the cold, and you you get what you deserve. I told you, that happens. I know that. I know you guys are, you guys have had the same thing, but um, you get what you deserve. Um, Marari was showing me, and, and it's not always in the negative, Marari was showing me some videos of um, some homeless people who, who were, um, were just generous. And, um, and, you know, they gave, you know, from the little that they have to, to someone that asked, asked them, can you, can you share with me because I, I don't have any money, I need it for the bus ride, I need it, for, um, I need it to make a call or something. And, and, and the homeless person was generous. And then in this video... They turned around and then gave them, hey, I just want to give you $1,000 back in return because you have nothing, but you are so generous. And so watching this is like, wow, they deserve that. You know, that's, they got what they deserved. And it, it gives you pleasure, hey, when people uh, mess up and they, and they get what they deserve, you know. And also when, but when they do right and they get what they deserve, you know. And so... Um, that there's there's tons of video, like YouTube videos of you know people getting what they deserve and it actually 
you lose probably a couple of brain cells if you if you watch them and if you Google it. Honestly, hey, <laughs> um, there, there, there's um, there's one that um, there's a video of this guy who who's um, next to a Ferrari, and I don't know, we don't know the story be before what happened, but he he was in the next lane next to this Ferrari, and he threw a bottle at this Ferrari, and um, and then just probably within 10, 20 seconds, like they're in traffic, and he rear-ends the car in front, of, in front of him. So it's kind of like, hey, the video's like instant karma. He got what he deserved. He's been a, a douche to that dude in the Ferrari, and he, he, he um, rear-ended this guy. Yay, he got what he deserved. But, um, but we're not like that, are, are we? We're not... Uh, you know, everything in life is based on merit. You know, school, work, um, just everything in life is, you, 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 we get what we deserve. You, you do good, you get good. You do bad, and you get bad. That's the way you, what you sow is what you reap. That's how life is. And if it doesn't go that way, it's unfair. You know, if you worked for something and you didn't get the, you know, the promotion or you didn't get, that's unfair. We didn't get what we deserve. But um, if it happens to someone else, we don't really care too much, you know. But if it happens to me, it's injustice. But life, that's the way life works. It's, it's all based on what we do is what we get. And that's that's one of the principles in life. And we learn this from a young age. My, my son, when he was just three years old, I remember getting him this just cheap little Kmart gift and, uh, and I, I gave it to him. And, um, and he was so young. But I remember him telling me, um, or asking, asking me, um, why did you get me this? Is it, is it, is, have I been a good boy? And, um, and I was like, no, no, I just wanted to. And then he asked me, is it because you love me? And I was like, yes. So there was this thing, in, his initial thing was, why did you get it for me? Is it, have I been good? Did I deserve this? And, um, but God's way of doing things, God's logic is, is different. His kingdom way of doing things is very different. Um, Titus 2.11, it says, For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people, good, bad, ugly, in between, all people. The grace of God, the way he does things is out of his character. His, it's just who he is, his goodness. The grace of God appeared. And who is that? That's Jesus. Jesus is grace, is grace personified. And when Jesus was on earth, you know, he refused to play the acceptance game. He refused to disqualify people based on what they've done, their sin, their status, their ethnicity, their gender. People, all people, just felt comfortable with him. Sinners were drawn to him. The people who were outcasts didn't mind going to him. It's amazing. Like Jesus, and it's, it's still, even to this day, I mean, we're sitting in church in, in modern times where we've got it all together, but we look at that, it's like, oh my gosh, that speaks to us as, as Christians who, who've got it all together, you know. People were drawn to him, and over and over, we see this, um, 
God's way of doing things, God's way of working, and His grace. See, we we see yeah you know, when in the, with the woman that was caught in adultery, it was mentioned a couple. Um, it was preached on a, a few weeks ago, and this woman was guilty. in In Judaism, uh, adultery was the is is called the great sin. It's actually called the great sin, and and the actual. Um, sentence um, for this um, for this crime it was punishable by death for both the man and the woman so this woman when she encountered Jesus she encountered the grace of God the law said that she she would need death but Jesus came and he actually he he didn't condemn her he said I don't condemn you she did not get what she deserved by the law she encountered God's grace. The prodigal son, this is just a parable, but it illustrates the heart of the father, his heart of grace, the way God works. And um, the son, you know the story, the son was selfish and he, he, um, he, he asked for his inheritance to leave the father's home and he wasted it, he blew it. He, um, he, he spent it on, on uh, just wild living and um, you name it, um, hookers and, and the rest. And um, on the w- when he came to himself, he was in the smelliest of all positions. He was in the pig's trough and he said, you know, I've... You know, I I I I, sh- I, sh- I should get home, but I'm not I'm not even deserving. So he's he's walking, he's w- on his way home, and he's um he's he's rehearsing his speech and 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 he's saying, you know, God, I don't deserve to be one of your your sons, and I'm not worthy. And and he's going through this in his head because he, and he's thinking that he's just going to get what he deserves, but he didn't. He didn't. And, and that would have like shocked the people that were listening to this because there were sinners, the Bible says, that were, that, that were um, there and there were Pharisees. Both parties would have been like, all right, he's going to get what he deserves. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, this guy blew it. This, this, this man is a teacher of the law and he's, he's going to get it good. But there was shocking that this, this, um, this leader of a house, the leader of this home, um, would just r- respond with grace, and that's the way God responds. He, um, he, the father saw this son from far off. He was and 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 he was filled with such love and compassion, and he ran towards him and kissed him. And that's what grace does. The father didn't give him what he deserved. He gave him his best robe. He said, "Find the best robe." the best robe, a ring and, and sandals. Then he threw an elaborate party. I mean, he, he, this, this was a costly party. And there was music and there was dancing. And, uh, and I love that. Jesus is, 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 is just illustrating that this was a good time. And um, here's what the father didn't do. The father didn't say in this story, we'll give him a ring once he knows how disgraceful he has been to the name of this house. He didn't say that. He didn't say, we'll throw a party once he's made a firm commitment to stick with us. Then we will throw him a party. No, it was just welcome, welcome, welcome. It was 
grace, grace, grace. And um, here's another illustration of um, Jesus and, and, and the way God works, his goodness, the thief on the cross. And um, there's, there's, there were two thieves, well, two criminals, rather, uh, on, on, on the cross. They could have been thieves, but we don't, we don't know. But um, one, one insulted Jesus and uh, the other one, the other one spoke to the other criminal uh, through through his pain, and he and he, and he said, we're, "We're punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve." That's what he said. And you know what? He, then he then he turned to Jesus. He said, "Jesus, remember me when you come in kingly power. Remember me." He put his faith in Jesus. He believed. Jesus was who he said he was. And, and Jesus met this man with grace. Paradise flung wide open. Man, that was a bomb song this morning. That was, oh man, is that the first time we sung that song? Man, that was, worship team, that was, that was a good song. Did you guys enjoy that one this morning, that second song? Man, I want to sing that again. That is amazing. Paradise flung wide open. This man, the thief, did not do anything to earn his place in the kingdom. He didn't do one thing, nothing. He didn't do anything to earn his acceptance. He didn't pray enough times. He didn't attend church and was, he wasn't able to tick that box and, 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 and you know, do, do the church thing. He wasn't, able to, he wasn't even able to do life track. He couldn't do anything. But it was simply... And, and here's, here's the thing. The guy was a criminal. Only the worst people were crucified on crosses to make a public spectacle of themselves. Oh, the Romans would make a public, don't you do what these guys did. Otherwise, you're going to have this. Um, you're going to have to um, face this um, punishment. So this guy was the worst of the worst. He deserved it. But Jesus did not say well, you get what you deserve. What do we deserve? What do we deserve? You and I. You know, God's standard is not good. You've got to be good. God's standard is the gold standard, perfection. That's God's standard. And because he is holy and just... He can't let sin go unpunished because of his holiness and his righteousness. That's, that's God himself. But also, his, his love is unending. So there was one thing that could be done to satisfy his, um, his holiness and to satisfy his love, and that is the cross. What do we deserve? Ephesians 2, 3 says all of us by nature were deserving of wrath. All of us. That's what the Bible says. Romans 8.28, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You know, you and, you and I, we might, we might be like, you know, all of us have sinned and fall short, but there's some people that have fallen more short than, than me. And um, I haven't fallen as short as... But, but, 
I know I've fallen short. <laughs> is anybody like that or is that just me? That's, that's what we're like. Do you know what I mean? We see someone and we're like, they've really fallen short. <laughs> me? I, I, maybe I have fallen short in the past, but, you know, that's, that's the way we are. And we like to, uh, like, um, we like to, you know, have, measure ourselves against each other. And, you know, but the Bible does say if you break one um, law, you've broken them all. One trespass is enough. One is enough. And the Bible says in Romans 6.23, the wages of sin is the wages. Wages are what you earn. It's what you earn. You deserve. When, when you earn something, you deserve it. The wages. Aren't you glad that we don't get what we deserve? You know what? Sometimes it's like, yeah, people need to get what they deserve, but... I thank God that we don't get what we deserve, and he's not like that. He doesn't work like that. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 in the New Living Translation, it says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. Someone say believed. Believed. God saved you by his grace when you believed. You can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, the rule-keeping, etc. So none of us can boast about it. I think we, we, a lot of us know that, that verse, but, um, but you know, and, I, and this, is, this is revision, but I think this is, this is life-saving as well. This is life-changing, and, and we kind of forget that. The grace of God is life-changing. Um, many, many years ago, Many years ago, there was a boy named John, and his mum died when he was, tragically died when he was just six years old. And, uh, and then after she died, he was raised by his dad, and his dad was a captain, um, a, a merchant. And so his, his dad raised him until he was 17, and, um, and then his dad retired, and he, 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 he continued as a, a sea person. Um, and obviously there was, in, in those days, there were a lot of um, different types of uh, influences and he grew up to be a, a self-indulgent, uh, debaucherous, uh, wild, potty mouth seaman. This man was no saint, no saint at all. He was actually known, even in his young age, um, for his cursing. He's, uh, even older men notice that this, this young man, he is, he is bad. And um, he, he, invent, he eventually got involved in the slave trade um, and he became a captain, just like his father. On, on one particular trip, someone handed him a book and um, it's called An Imitation of Christ. And this... Even though it didn't mean much to him, he, he read it and uh, he, he recalled his younger years that there, were, there was a seed sown by his mum, uh, his mum was a believer, but that was long gone. He was a different person now. And, um, and he didn't, he didn't um, 
he didn't, uh, it didn't change him. Nothing much happened. But later on, um, as, as he went through the hardships of life, he, 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 um, he went through um, starvation. He went through uh, being sold um, himself as a slave. Then he, 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 um, he came back and became a captain. And there was many things that happened in his life, many ups and downs. And, and he, he almost died because of a fever. And, but um, there was one point uh, where... On, on a particular trip, he, he, his ship got in, into a violent storm and, and there was all this water coming into the, uh, into the boat and, and, a, and, a, and one of the, um, his fellow um, seamen died and, and he, he was working all night to try and save this ship. And it was at this point... It caused him to review his life and think about his own mortality and, and this was while he was trying to survive. John, this guy, was convinced he was outside of God's grace. He had sinned way too much and there was absolutely no hope. Out of anyone, this guy had no hope. And he, but he still cried out for God's forgiveness and... And it was during that storm that he recalled it was when he first believed. He eventually gave up his life at sea. He gave up his moral, immoral lifestyle and he became a, a minister in the UK. In one moment of inspiration in, on a particular day, he decided to write a song. And this song would go on to be the, the most recognisable song in the whole world. It's sung over 10 million times a year. It's been recorded, uh, you know, 10,000 times plus. Do you guys know what song it is? Amazing Grace. Do you know who it is? Who wrote it? It was John Newton. That's what grace can do. It can take an unforgivable uh, person like John Newton, just a, a wild person who is so far removed from God, and change his life to become someone who impacts the world. And he was even instrumental in stopping the slave trade as well. Um, amazing story. Grace is undeserved, unmerited, unearned favour of God. That's what grace is. Why don't we say that together? Undeserved, unmerited, unearned Oh, I messed around. Let's go from the start. <laughs> Unearned, undeserved, unmerited favour of God. Grace is what every man needs, what no one, no one, no one person can earn and what God alone does freely give. And we receive it simply by believing. Amen, church? Just by believing in his kindness and his grace, he not only forgave us the debt, that's the, the sin debt, he not only paid that sin debt, but he went even further. He made us righteous. You know what? Imagine if Elon Musk, you guys know who Elon Musk is, right? He's a very, very, very rich guy. And uh, he owns Tesla and... Uh, he just bought 10% of Twitter the other day. Um, so he's kind of a big deal. 
But imagine if he rolled up to Oasis Church, uh, maybe next Sunday, and, um, and then he said, every single person in Oasis Church is getting their home loan paid off. Come on. You know what? Just, just because of the kindness of his heart, he did that. I mean, that would be a happy day, right? I mean, there would be singing. There would be dancing at Oasis Church. I mean, Oasis Church would be the happiest church in Coburn. <laughs> um, our negative balance. But you know what? If he said paid off, that would be great. You know, uh, our negative balance would be cleared and, and be reconciled and uh, we'd have no debt. We'd have, a, we'd have our home paid off. But you know what? If we went even further, if he was like, I'm actually going to give everyone a million dollars too. My gosh. That would make a lot of people so happy. And, and then we are brought, not just, not just clear the debt, but we're now in the positive by a lot. You know what? That's what happened with the cross. He not only just paid our debt, and we, just, we, we, we not only received mercy, which is not getting what we deserve, we, he withheld judgment from us, but he gave us grace, which is getting what you don't deserve. What didn't we deserve? He put us in the plus. He made us righteous before God. We're not just forgiven, we are made righteous. 2 Corinthians 5.21 God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Somebody say righteousness. Righteousness. That's, um, that's an interesting word. It, it means it's the quality of being right before God, right standing with God. We are righteous. Just like Jesus is righteous, he's perfect, he's righteous. Guess what? We are made righteous. And, it's, and it hasn't got anything to do with what we've done or, or anything that we have earned or performed our way into. It's because of his grace. Romans 5.19 says, For just through the disobedience of one man that many were made sinners, so also through the obedience of the one man that many will be made righteous. Guess what, church? Guess what? We don't get what we deserve. We get what he deserves. Because of his obedience, we are made righteous. Jesus sowed and we reap. So how can we be righteous having done no right thing? The same way that Jesus became sin having done no wrong thing. In the same way. And guess what? Now, Jesus looks at us in the same way he looks at Jesus. He looks at us in that same way. You know what? I just want to close on this one point. We know that grace is undeserved, and sometimes we like, we like to, to go over that. You know, I'm so undeserving, un undeserving, I'm, I'm, I'm just undeserving. And, it, and sometimes it goes over into condemnation even. Like, I just don't deserve it. I'm unworthy. But guess what? It is by grace. It is undeserved. But, and we are undeserving. But we are 100% qualified. 
We are undeserving, but 100% qualified. Colossians 1.12 says, Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints. You have been qualified because of what Jesus has done. His worthiness is now your worthiness. Your right standing, his right standing with God is your right standing with God. Amen. Even when you mess up, it does not take you out of right standing because his grace and mercy is inexhaustible. It's inexhaustible. You can't out sin God's grace. I'm going to tell you a little secret, and I wish I knew this growing up, but, but I found out. I found out, and it changed me. You know what? The Bible says, where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. Where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. And that means abounding beyond measure, beyond measure. It's super abundant. It's extreme. If you need it, there is grace for you today. In whatever situation you find yourself in, wherever you're at, wherever you feel that your walk was with God, however worthy you feel, there is grace for you and you are righteous. Not because of anything you've done, not because of any, any sin that you've done. It doesn't matter if it was last week, three weeks ago, in your past. It doesn't even matter if it's this morning. The measure of God's grace outweighs anything that you can do. It's like Liam Neeson. He's, I'm going to find you and I'm going to get you. His grace is going to get you. His grace is going to overtake you. I believe this. I believe this. This changed my life. This changed my life. Romans 1.17. We are righteous by faith from start to finish. Sometimes we think, oh, I'm just saved by grace. And now I've got to be perfect before God. Guess what? We are only enabled to live a life for Jesus because of His grace. And we are righteous from start to finish. This will change your life. You know, if you're, if you're here this morning and you're struggling with sin, I just want to encourage you this morning. There is grace for you today. And let's never forget, church, that this grace actually changes people's lives and it produces freedom, a freedom because we do not get what we deserve. The people we know, God's not looking at them in condemnation. Even the people that we think don't measure up, God's not looking at them in condemnation and we need to remember that. Why don't we just close our eyes this morning? I want to speak to anyone here that's feeling condemned, that you're not measuring up. You might be feeling unworthy, undeserving. You might have some regrets. You might be feeling a little distant from God. I haven't been living the way I should. You know what? It's time to take the focus of what we've done, what we've performed. This is the gospel. If Jesus isn't looking at you with condemnation, we don't need to look at ourselves with condemnation. We just need to look at Jesus. Look to Jesus and His grace. You are not defined by what you've done, but what Jesus has done. 
and he declares you fully righteous. There's a freedom that's coming because of this, this fact. There's a freedom that's coming. Jesus always meets us where we're at. So you just, just begin to thank him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, for your grace, for your grace, for your grace. While eyes are closed, I just want to give an opportunity. If there's anyone here that wants to say yes to Jesus, yes to his grace, and you want to make a decision to follow Jesus, you want to respond to that decision, no, to that call, I just want to open up really quickly if there's anyone that wants to to say, yes, I need that grace. I want my life to be changed and I want to follow Jesus. That's who I need. I need that grace. If there's anyone, just please slip up your hand really quickly. And if there's anyone online, if there's anyone online watching this, just love you to respond as well, maybe in the comments or get in touch with us. We'd love to lead you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace, Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that uh, there's people in this house that have been changed by your grace. Lord, we don't want to um, get used to that, Lord. We just want to uh, let that stir us to, to look at people through eyes of grace and to look at ourselves with fresh eyes of grace, Lord. We just, we just thank you that there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, and we are in Christ Jesus, we thank you that there is singing and dancing in heaven, Lord, because of what Christ has done and, and because of salvation. Is, is, it belongs to us and righteousness belongs to the people of God. So we just want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for who you are, the way you do things, Lord, your goodness and your grace. Amen and amen. We're going to sing my testimony as we close the service. Pray, pray you guys were blessed and uh, just um, want to encourage you to just think about His grace as we go, uh, as we leave this place. Grace rewrote our story. Amen, church.